0: Welcome to The Daily here on Anchor. The Daily with Sil Stein. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Welcome to The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. Welcome, happy, happy Thursday, and welcome to The Daily with Syl Stein. I am Sylvia Stein, and welcome to the show here on Anchor. I apologize for not doing the show on Monday. It's been a busy time. My children are doing things. Uh, My daughter had a recital. My son had a band concert. There's a lot of stuff going on at school because it's almost the end of the school year. So um, I wanted to go ahead and take uh, the time to do a show today. And I hope to do one on the weekend. I know I say that, but I am really going to try very hard to do one. If not, tomorrow evening, uh, for sure on the weekend. It, it gets a little complicated when children are here because of the background noise. So that's why I always try to do it whenever I have some in-between time. So anyway, but I welcome to the show. And today we're going to um, close up the section that we've been doing with the amazing... Uh, book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips and Motivations on Writing. Um, And it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal book to use. I can't recommend it enough. If Amy Peters or author Amy Peters ever listens to this podcast, I would love to have her on Um, this podcast to talk about the wonderful things that she created in this book, because I think it's very helpful and very fascinating. And it um, has uh, really helped develop more of my writing skills by, um, you know, applying the the skills that this book talks about. So hopefully, you know, in the future, if she ever has any time, I would love to have you on the show, uh, Amy Peters and Again, your book is amazing. And if you have not gotten this book, it's called The Writer's Devotional 365, Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips and Motivations on Writing. And my mother-in-law had it at her house, or my mom, and uh, and then I, I went ahead and got my own copy and it's been one of the best things I've ever purchased and it's amazing. So um, I really just wanted to uh, say that. But today we're going to start off with um, where we talked about going over the exercises from week 14. And uh, we're going to come right back to discuss the limericks and then our writing prompt before I dive into the rest of week 14 that we had started. So we'll be right back. We'll be right back with The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. Covering the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional. Okay, and now we're going to discuss the limericks that we discussed on week fourteen. I think it was uh, it was week fourteen Wednesday for writing class. We're going to give the more examples of Edward Lear's limericks. And we're going to start with that on the daily with uh, with Silstein here on Anchor. Give me just one moment and my apologies for all this background noise. Okay, and here we go. Let's begin. Wednesday writing class review of Edward Lear's limericks. Here on the Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. Well, if we remember last week on Thursday, I discussed what Amy Peters or author Amy Peters put here. Um, and she gave an example of, in the 1800s, English author Edward Lear popularized the limerick in his popular book of nonsense. And here... The example I had given is, there was a young lady whose eyes were unique as to color and size. When she opened them wide, people all turned aside and stared away in surprise. That was one example. And I went ahead and looked up more of his uh, uh limericks and I said, and I found, excuse me, I, I had some copy. My apologies. There was an old man with a beard who said, It is just as I feared, two owls and a hen, four larks and a wren, have all built their nests in my beard. There was a young lady of ride whose shoestrings were seldom untied. She purchased some clogs and some small spotted dogs and frequently walked about ride. There was an old man with a nose who said, If you choose to suppose that my nose is too long, you are certainly wrong, that remarkable man with a nose." And then there was an old man on a hill who seldom, if ever stood still, he ran up and down in his grandmother's gown, which adorned that old man on a hill. So those are quite a few examples. And it says here, there are some basic rules of thumb when it comes to writing limericks. Lines 1, 2, and 5 rhyme with one another. And typically, uh, it says... And typically contain seven to ten syllables. And again, I have an issue with this phone. Sorry about that. Um, it says, and typically contain seven to ten syllables. Lines three and four are shorter, five to seven syllables, and also rhyme with each other. Limericks are always meant to be funny. Verging on body. So that's what it um, it means. So I wanted to give those examples for writers on writing. I don't have my own example. I uh, I I would like it if you would call in to share yours and I will try to work on mine. And um, hopefully you'll be able to work on your own Limerick and uh, share it with us. So I would appreciate you calling in and sharing it with all of us. But I thought I'd go over some examples of Limerick that were shared for writing class Wednesday. And we'll be right back with... Um, now, because we did Thursday editing, we're going to go to Friday biography. That'll be the next segment, and we'll be back. And that was the limericks. The Daily with Stein here on Anchor. And we're back. The Daily with Sil Stein, here on Anchor. Using the book by author Amy Peters, the Writer's Devotional, 365. Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing. Alright, and now we're back. And we're going to go over, because we discussed Thursday Editing, we're uh, last week, now we're going to Friday Biography. So let's begin on that, Friday Biography. So let's do a little bit more of the orchestral here. Friday Biography. All right, well welcome to Friday Biography. Here, using the book by author Amy Peters, here on the Daily with Silstein, week 14. And it says, There was something unusually vivid about her writing. That's why even if one disagrees with it, as I did frequently, it was unusually stimulating. She showed you things you hadn't seen before. She had a way of reopening questions. And this is a quote by Leon, sorry, here it says, Whistlitter. So, uh, who? What does this all mean? Well, it's talking about author Susan Sontag, who was born in New York City but grew up in Tucson, Tucson, Arizona, and attended high school in Los Angeles. Spe- exceptionally bright, Sontag graduated from high school before her 16th birthday. Her greatest dream, which she aggressively pursued, was to grow up and come to New York and write for part for Partisan Review. And be read by five thousand people. She received her B.A. from the University of Chicago, and did graduate and did graduate work, sorry, in philosophy, literature, and theology at Harvard University and Saint Anne's College, Oxford. Prolific and versatile, Sontag was the author of four novels, as well as dozens of short stories and essays. But she also made films, wrote and directed plays, and broke new ground in new ground in criticism bringing vivid writing to cultural reporting that she believed had become dull and lacking in style and aesthetics. One of her most famous works was an essay, Notes on Camp, published in 1964 and still widely read. For the next 25 years, she continued as a successful essayist. Although she did not enjoy the work, a long essay could take up to a year to complete, but it was through her essays that she was able to develop a singular voice. So, today we learned about author Susan Sontag. She was uh born 1933 and died in 2004 and she uh was a very uh influential writer and if you have not uh checked out her works, you might want I uh, I recommend that you do so you can find out more about this author. So, I'm very glad we were able to share that today on Friday biography and the quote by Leon Wislitter, who's another author who shared this quote in the book by author Amy Peters, the writer's devotional. So this was um, Friday biography. Friday biography on the daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. And now, we are going to uh, discuss the section, Saturday, Books to Read, here on The Daily with Sil Stein. And here we go. The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. The next section is Saturday, Books to Read. All right, and now it's time for Saturday Books to Read after Friday Biography. Here we go. Saturday Books to Read. Using Week 14's The Writer's Devotional by author Amy Peters. All right, and now we have Saturday Books to Read. And it starts with Aesop's Fables by Aesop. I am sure the grapes are sour. And This is by Aesop. So it starts with the fox and the grapes, the hare and the tortoise, tor- tortoise, the boy who cried wolf, the town mouse and the country mouse. Virtually every child hears these tales during the early years of life. These fables have become part of the Western literary tradition and culture. Who hasn't ever who hasn't ever uttered those famous words, oh it's just sour grapes? Aesop was a slave and storyteller who lived in Greece around 600 BCE. He did not intend the fables for children, rather they were meant for adult listeners, cautionary tales about politics and the ills of society. Aesop collected the fables from varied sources, some can be traced to. Papyrus found papyrus found in Egypt and written hundreds of years before Aesop lived. The first English edition of Aesop's fables was published in 1484, primarily for adults. It was not, an, nor it was not until the 1700s that philosopher John Locke advocated using the fables to teach moral values to children. To this day, Aesop's more than 650 tales continue to charm and educate with their gentle non-judgmental tone. They impart the values of Western culture. From appearances can be deceiving to don't count your chickens before they they are hatched. We can thank Aesop for some of the most commonly used and beloved adages of our day. So that was wonderful to find out and to, or we know, but it was wonderful to go back and learn about Aesop fables and how important they can be and they were. So here, and that was Saturday Books to Read. So if you have not checked those out, which I'm sure you have, but if you want to go back and and read them, uh, go back and find the, uh, the fables of Aesop. Here we go. And this was Saturday Books to Read on the Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. And the next segment is writing prompt Sunday. Here we go. The Daily with Sil Stein coming back with Sunday writing prompt using the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing. Right, and now ri- Sunday writing prompt. So let's go into that, or dive into that. Sunday writing prompt. Alright. So that was Sunday writing prompt, and all the music is provided by GarageBand. Why is it that? It says, that is the The writing prompt, we had worked on it, but I'm going to reiterate it in case you missed it. I love the word that David Feldman created for his series of books that explore this same prompt in ponderables. For him, there is no science or pop culture question too obscure to investigate. His his wide-eyed approach to the world has created a series of bestsellers as well as many many an engaging read and the answers to lots of the world's tough questions. Although he hasn't tackled when will there, there be peace in the Middle East, you might say that this prompt is too broad, that every piece of writing is an attempt to answer this question on some level. While that might be true, I'm thinking of the prompt in terms of the intersection between knowledge and creativity. What do you understand about this universe of ours? that few others realize, then how can this information become the basis for a compelling work of fiction or even a revealing expose? So if you have not read any books by David Feldman, uh, I suggest you look those up and then try to work on the why is that question. I'm going to also uh, work on that one and the limericks of my own and try to uh, write a, a short essay and discuss it on the next show. This is the last segment of using the book by Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotional, 365 Inspirational Exercises, Ideas, Tips, and Motivations on Writing. But I will spend the first half of of the show talking about the limericks examples, if you have any, and the writing prompt. And we will try to uh, reveal the new book uh, in the next segment. I will try to give an announcement on that before the show. But if you have a suggestion for a review of a, a book that we can go on writing, um, on any t- writing tips or a suggestion, make sure to call into the show at uh, here on Anchor, or you can email me at silwriter 7 at gmail.com, and we'll be right back. That was Writing Prompt Sunday. Here on the Daily with Silstein Stein, using the book by author Amy Peters, The Writer's Devotion. And now it's time for the wrap-up, here on the Daily with Silstein. Stein. here on The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. Alright. And now it's time for the wrap-up here on The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. I hope you have enjoyed today's uh, show of The Daily with Sil Stein. I know it doesn't feel like The Daily all the time, but I I will try to do more episodes. And, uh, and I do appreciate you guys uh, listening and tuning in. I hope you all will review the show on iTunes, on Anchor, and make sure that you tell us what you know, your feedback, give us some a call, check in, and hopefully I'll be setting up some interviews to have here on the show. I have already spoken to a few authors and, and uh you know, writers and stuff and uh and and uh you know, I've I've already spoken to them editors and hopefully I'm thinking around late June, early July set up the writers on uh editors on editing, sorry, show but i hope to have the monsoon i want to thank you all for tuning in today on the uh the the writer's devotional for listening and this book we've been covering it for a while i really really like it i think that author amy peters um like i said developed this book and it is you hone your own skills you're able to do so much with this book if you have not gotten it check it out at um it i've got it on amazon i'm sure they have it everywhere. Um, uh, look it up. It's the writer's devotional by author Amy Peters, 365 inspirational exercises, ideas, tips, and motivations on writing. And I hope that hopefully, uh, maybe, you know, if she's ever listening, uh, to the show, um, it, uh, she would, uh, be able to, uh, come and, uh, and, and try to, so we can try to interview her and ask her about this awesome book that she, uh, created. And uh, we, I just love it because it's divided into different weeks. You can do so much. If you have writer's block, uh, if you're, you know, if you're trying to edit, different things that you can work on. And it's divided into Monday through Sunday, as I've been covering. And I hope you have enjoyed uh, this segment of the Daily with Silstein. And I will see you back here, hopefully in the weekend, but for sure next week on the Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. And thank you so much for the support. I do appreciate it. I do appreciate everything you guys do. And uh, I hope you'll call in. And uh, thank you so much for always um, tuning in. And have a happy, happy Thursday, everyone. This was The Daily with Silstein here on Anchor. Join us again, hopefully soon, on The Daily with Silstein. And we will wrap up with the writing prompt and the limericks and start our new book which I will try to reveal before the next show. And this was The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. Join us again soon.